Super Talk Mississippi media production. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We have uh, a, a wonderful team of leaders with us today. First of all, we have the chairman of the Public Service Commission, Dane Maxwell, and then three members of his Connect Mississippi committee. We just introduced Wayne Rodolfo just a second ago, and he was in the process of introducing Kent Nico. But before we move on, Dane, I just want to say... One of the indications that you just pointed out, and that is that Wayne Rodolfich was already on the cutting edge and already in a wonderful position to offer so much leadership to this conversation, is the fact that you guys are actually positioned currently all together at the Performing Arts Center there as part of the uh, Gaucher uh, Pascal School System. And um, and you're able to be with me separated in that building using technology. What I mean, what a what a wonderful example of uh, of Wayne being on the cutting edge. Wayne, thank you for for hosting us like this. Well, and, and Ricky, I wish I could take all the credit, but I have one of the most talented technology staffs that have been working together now for about 15 years, and it's just an evolution of progress and watching what the trends are. And having a team that goes and learns what has to be learned because, you know, in the evolution of technology, everything is new every other day. Yeah. Well, thank, thank your team. And Cal, Cal thanks them as well because they did a terrific job of helping us set this up. This is, this is not an easy thing to pull off, not only for the radio audience, but for YouTube and Facebook. What a, what a terrific job you guys did. Okay, Dane, let me turn it back to you and you can continue with your conversation about Kent. Well, I was saying how easy it was to pick Kent because of the leadership that he's shown along with the great hospital at Gulfport Memorial Hospital. And with Telemed moving ahead, light speed too, um, we've got to have somebody with that expertise in our committee uh, involved in, in leading us in that side of the house too. And then... Uh, Another part of what we wanted to accomplish was the economic development side, bringing in the business leaders. And uh, so we brought together uh, uh, Shannon Strunk, who is a very successful business guy on the coast. and he's one of the leaders as well, and he understands it. He really gets what connectivity is and what, what it's going to mean, these economic development projects, simply because <clears> – <throat> I believe, and I think uh, he'll agree with me, when the economic development that we see in Mississippi will explode once we connect Mississippians uh, to other parts of the world. And there's a lot of parts of Mississippi that you, that have no opportunity for that. So this is one of those things that's going to result in uh, such a great committee working with this uh, committee, uh, the uh, legislature on the economic development side. And then lastly, uh, I have Krista Alexander, which is a vice president of operations of failed communica- telecommunications, which obviously industry is going to play a big role in this. You've seen what the uh, electric co-ops are doing now, uh, Mississippi Power and Energy. We, w- we passed a law allowing them to share fiber, so that will extend our our. Um, our connectivity, and they and they have probably uh, around three thousand miles of of in ground uh, and above ground fiber now. So that means those electric co-ops can tie into their lines and then run from there. So it's a great team. 
um, I'll let each one of them speak on their specific expertise, and but that's just kind of the layout. And the intent of the committee is to have these guys come back and report to us and share best practices as we move forward connecting Mississippians. Yeah, that sounds that sounds good. Why don't we go to Kent first? Kent, you and I have had you know a lot of conversations about this, but. As I said at the in the opening, uh, telemedicine has exploded. The use of technology in general during this pandemic has been incredibly important to your success so far. Talk more about that. Yeah, it's um it's pretty pretty wild to think about. You know, six months ago, um, you know, telemedicine was absolutely strong across the country, um, and, and including the the ability to perform tele virtual visits in, in our state was. Pretty, pretty prevalent, but the acceptance of the patient and the community to understand that care can be given um, and it necessarily did not require a, a, a in-person visit to a physician. You know, transportation across our, our, our rural state is, is very difficult and the ability for patients to get to an appointment. If you're living in a rural market and you've suffered a stroke in the past, you know, following up with your neurologist is not an easy task. Um, it's a it's a commitment for transportation, and it usually involves other other family members. Well, you know, one of the um, sort of sort of the the shining stars, or one of the blessings that came out of of this pandemic, is the acceptance that telemedicine does work. Um, the ability for a patient to be managed while at home and be positive for the virus um, is very sustainable and has worked. And I think our communities have now recognized that it doesn't necessarily require a face-to-face in-person visit, but that your, your, your ability to be managed and your medical care to be given while you're at home um, is very acceptable. And now, it, you know, we're doing 2,000 visits a day telemedicine-wise. We're managing over 500 positive COVID patients while they're sitting at home um, um, quarantined. So so the ability is there. You know, less than five years ago, um, we've had about 14 more rural hospitals than we have today. Um, in 19, there was a national study done in rural, rural hospitals that was projected that Mississippi would lose somewhere between 12 and 14 additional rural hospitals. Um, there was a study that came out at the beginning um, actually in the middle of March after the pandemic started, where it was estimated that almost half of Mississippi's rural hospitals may close. Um, with, 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 with Mississippi Connect, um, Connect Mississippi, there could not have been a more appropriate name that really addresses from a healthcare standpoint of how we can sustain these rural hospitals and the state has an infrastructure built to help support them. The ability for a patient in a rural area to go to an ER exists today, but that patient then has to be transported with no information being shared. Um, this this committee can can assist in that rural facility having fiber that will allow them to have a connection not only to a neurologist that is in a different location, but the ability to read a CT scan, which requires a, a very large um, broadband so that you can see the actual study. So then you can determine when I'm shipping, do I need to initiate a drug so that the effect of the drug begins minimizing those effects on that stroke. 
So this is going to save lives truly across our state and more importantly, allow the rural hospitals to continue to give care without the cost that will affect them bottom line, which makes them more sustainable in their market. Wow, that's, it, is, it is incredible. I mean, to really associate connecting Mississippi to literally saving lives, as you just pointed out, just so darn important. It's quite amazing, really, that we weren't already there. But in this pandemic moment, we we have now this compelling case for action, a real opportunity now to move forward. Shannon, talk talk to me about your observations on the business side. I see um, an opportunity for Connect Mississippi to really address the challenges of communication broadband. I mean, for me, I mean, we're all sitting in communities that have great service, but for me, our locations expand into rural markets, and those are you know much more limited. You take it as simple as a interview. So during this time, we don't interview live anymore. We're doing it as um, the medical field. We're doing it all on video. Well, those more rural communities, you have the video compression uh, or uh, quality that is seriously degraded and you literally will lose those and have to restart the interview or lose what they're saying. And I see that as the bottom tier, but I see the opportunity for us to really change that a lot. I mean, currently, you know, I'll say maybe we're in the one gig area down here, us getting up to 10 gig actually creates an opportunity for us in the future to really heighten the economic vitality of Mississippi. You, you take 10 gig, would I'm not saying I'm a proponent of autonomous vehicles, but if Mississippi had that type of coverage, you would see that type of activity coming in. So what I see is I see the opportunity for the economic side for us to drastically change the opportunities that come into Mississippi. Um, and so I'm excited to be part of that. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. As I mentioned, Eric Hill, I, you know, the, the, the guy head of that entrepreneurship, entrepreneur program at Mississippi State, when he talks about the Silicon Delta, I mean, it is, I, I get it. I get it when you think about the opportunities to have a wonderful quality of life and to attract the kind of technology jobs that we need that will be, as I've talked about on the show, a fill-in between the manufacturing sector and the hospitality sector. If we could get that those middle jobs that are that are part of this sort of new economy and the creative class of, of jobs, man, it could be incredibly transformative. And the and having connectivity is is a key uh, is a key in that. Why don't we do this? We're gonna gonna move to break, but uh, when we come back, we're gonna hear from Wayne Rodolfich, who has a really compelling story to tell about the use of technology in the school systems and how they've been using it. So, uh, this is uh, Chairman of the Public Service Commission, Dane Maxwell, and his team from uh, the, the Connect Mississippi Committee, and we'll be back after this break. You can also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. Talk Mississippi Media Production. 